Hey everybody, it's November 1st, um, and I wanted to kind of reach out and do a little podcast. I've been suffering um, with mental health very, very badly for the last few weeks, Um, and I actually just started a new book that my mom got me, which is called Life is Messy, and the author is Matthew Kelly, and he is a New York Times bestselling author. And I wanted to share um, a couple, I guess, pages from his book because I really, really felt as I was reading it that it was a part of my journey that has been really sticking out lately. I messaged my mom after I read it and I said, oh my goodness, I felt like I wrote this book. This is the way I've been feeling and this is... Um, the things I've been dealing with and the things that I think people kind of don't understand. So it's been, I guess, nice to read it, to know that it, I'm not alone. Um, so again, Life is Messy, author is Matthew Kelly. He has a section on page 13 that says, When your reality becomes a nightmare, sometimes life just hurts. I knew I was in a dark place when my thoughts during the day were as disquieting as the nightmares I was having at night. What's the point of waking from a nightmare when what you wake to is the reality of night- of an- of the nightmare? There were mornings I would wake to a moment of relief. I would think, it's okay, it's just a bad dream. But then my hope would be demolished as I wiped the sleep from my eyes and realize it wasn't just a dream. This was my life now. I didn't know if sleep was my friend or my enemy. Sometimes it was hard to know where the nightmares ended and reality began. Pain, trauma, and grief distorted time. I would tell myself this is not a dream. It's not even a nightmare. This is my life. But that wasn't true. I would say to myself, no, This is your life right now. So true. And just by adding those two words, right now, changes everything. It may be your life right now, but that doesn't mean it will be your life forever. Still, you relive relive things in your mind. And reliving them re-traumatizes you. But you can't help yourself. You wonder if you could go back. Which, of course, you can't, but if by some magic or miracle you could have a mulligan in this one situation, or if you would have done it differently, you mull it over in your mind, consider a thousand ways that it could have gone differently, and still, you are where you are. That's the thing about the scariest carnival rides. You end up where you started. But reliving these things over and over again in your mind is no way to live. It's one thing if you brought the situation upon yourself. We often do. But if you didn't, these ruminations become even more fruitless as you realize that even if you could go back, you are not the actor. You were acted upon. You are not the cause. Your suffering is the effect It was caused by someone else's choice. 
many other people perhaps, and even if you could go back, you could change what you did and said, but you couldn't change what they said and what they did. And then it dawns on you again. There's no solution. We are used to fixing things and solving problems that it seems unbelievable at first. But after we go through the situation in our minds a few hundred times, we realize that this not one of Edison's experiments in which each failure gets you closer to success. You realize this is your life and there simply are no solutions to some problems. Some of life's unnatural disasters you just have to live with and hope that the pain fades over time. That was one of the chapters that or one of the areas of the book that really, really got me. And there and there's still so much of it. Um, I probably read the first 60 pages and I said, Mom, if I could ever write a book, this would have been my book. It's exactly how I've been feeling. Um, I've been dealing with. And I've really realized that over the last little while that. This is exactly how I've been feeling. And the trauma's been hard. The grief's been hard. Um, I've dealt with moments that I don't want to go back to. I don't want to think about again. Because they were so hard. And we're getting closer to the time where... <laughs> as crazy as it is, it's almost my one, my one year anniversary for my dad's passing... In a few months, and Christmas is coming, and the kids are excited, and it's just, it has been hard. But I have to remember that the actions that my dad did, the feelings that he thought, and the person that he was in that moment, is, it is not the same person that I've always come to grow and love. And I have to know that pain creates a mess sometimes. And I have to know and believe. And I know it, that my dad would never have done that to me. Or to anyone in my family. He cared very much for his family. He had a hard way of showing it sometimes, but he really did. And so with this, I just kind of wanted to read that little insert to you for this book. And I will come back hopefully a lot more often in the next little while because of the anniversary coming up. Um, but just know that you're not alone and know that your pain won't last forever. I've, I, I'm 10 months in. I never thought that sentence could make sense. But some days it does. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you soon.